welcome back to BoJack HorsePod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today we will be talking about a very special episode of BoJack Horseman, the BoJack Horseman Christmas special, Sabrina's Christmas Wish. I am your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined as always by the laudable Lindsay Wilson. (laughs) Lindsay, how are you? I've heard of alliteration, but this is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) I was. Did you see the panic in my eyes as I had to think of an L word other than lovely? Like, oh no, what do I say? Last time I said lazy, though, so I feel like this is growth. I at least had a positive. Yeah, this is more positive. Is it, what do we decide? Laudable is like an SAT word or something? I think laudable is definitely an SAT word. I don't yeah. know. You obviously didn't take the SATs, right? Of course not. I also didn't, as we were both Canadian, but... I'm assuming that our guest did, in fact, take the SATs as he is an American. Back for his second appearance, finally, after I bullied him, Brian Scally is here. Scally, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm good. Not ready to talk about my SAT scores or anything, (laughs) but yeah, no, I'm glad I was here. (laughs) You could say any score, Scally, and we would be like, oh, is that good? And you you could be like, oh yeah, I got 14. And we'd be like, oh, out of 14? Cool. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was right in that middle. I was like, all right, like, it's awkward to talk with like both sides of like, worse than this half and better than that half so <laughs> always awkward but no i am i'm glad you're right i was indecisive i couldn't pick an episode luckily you made me an offer i couldn't refuse oh, and no. pick the christmas episode so glad to That's be here too to much, talk about man. It. <laughs> too much man she said the thing <laughs> um yeah so I was like, well, Scally, join us for a very special Christmas episode. And for all of this, this all of us, this was our first time watching it, correct? Had anyone seen this before today? I think I had watched it before. I had no yeah, memory no. of it, but I think I'd seen it. This okay. was my first time today. Also my second time today. But no, first, it was <laughs> okay, interesting to have. You watched that it twice? Is, <laughs> I am a Capricorn. Let me live. <laughs> he is a Capricorn. Oh, my God. And he used it correctly in a sentence. Oh. <laughs> I'm just curious, Kelly. Like, what, was there stuff in here that you were like, I simply must go back? And get you know what? <laughs> it was funny. I wanted to watch it organically without taking notes the first That's time. Fair. And then was like, mm-hmm. let me watch on 1.5. Take the notes the second time. Yes, we'll fair. be good. Good, good. Well, so that's very laudable commitment. <laughs> <laughs> if we had like an SAT score system here, Scott, you'd have the highest score. Of all of us. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm not solid fourteen. <laughs> I'm not confident. Yeah, the, out of a fourteen, the SAT score really <laughs> off the well, charts. Again, listen, <laughs> we don't know what the SATs are out of. Is it like No, they're 14, you're right. Oh, okay, perfect. Thank you. I love knowing everything. This is first and foremost an educational podcast. <laughs> so a little context for this Christmas special is it did air between season 1 and season 2 of BoJack. So it was quite noticeable that they had not fully found their footing yet in this one, I think. Especially like Todd, I think. Mm. I didn't realize it was that early. I was thinking it was before season three or something, but yeah, definitely. Well, according uh, to the wiki, here. it says that the next episode was Brand New Couch, which was season two, episode one. There you so. go. I trust the wiki. Mm-hmm. They know yeah, all. No, it definitely was between season one and two, but I don't think it's so specific that it like stands out as like a real, like you can watch this anytime and it will, okay. you know, be a fine standalone episode. Definitely. Yeah. 
And it is a standalone. Like, it's not listed as, oh, here's season 1.5 yeah. of Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yeah, the only thing different from where we're at right now really is, like, Todd living with Bojack. So that yeah. puts us in a time and place, I guess. I mean, and technically, Sarah Lynn is still alive. Yes, technically. World. It's less fraught to watch it. We don't see present-day Sarah Lynn, so... Yeah, that's, you know that's again, true. It's timeless. And this is this episode <laughs> happens before the like killer whale strip club too. So like this is the first context we get that the actor who plays Goober is a total great. <laughs> yes, this totally is the first great. Goober appearance at all. Apparently, wait. So Scally has now come on for every Goober appearance. <laughs> <laughs> that is the through line. <laughs> <laughs> Number one Goober stand, right? Scally. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to make the same argument as Bojack of separating the art from the artist in this case. I'm, I'm going to disavow Goober. So. Yeah, Goober's trash. <laughs> Even though great sunglasses, I will say. Very strong. <laughs> Go home, Goober, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, so nice Christmas episode. I feel like we'll cruise through it. We'll talk about anything that comes to mind. This is not a strict recap because i don't think i feel like most people have not watched this yeah no of course not the other thing too is like you and i both went into this expecting it to be a five minute episode it is not it is a full yeah, 25 we were, we were told that this was like a nothing thing and then it was a full length episode and i don't remember who told me it was a nothing thing but to them i say you're on my shit go list. home goober go home goober that was way better uh damn it i wish i was as funny as Lindsay. Yeah, I had fully pulled up. I was like, all right, we need tangents. What's my favorite Christmas movie? What's my favorite Christmas episodes? What are my content? We need to come up. And we do. Like, we do need the tangents. Like, because, like, this was technically 25 minutes, but, like, there's not a lot to unpack. Yeah. Well, I felt like this was content filled. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we'll have to rely on you, Mr. Capricorn, to. Two watches the really nuance. got a lot. <laughs> okay, so it starts. With Todd showing up in Bojack's room on Christmas morning, being like, wake up, it's Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. not Bastille Day. It's actually Christmas Day today. <laughs> yes, I did like that exchange of like, is it our anniversary of that one day? I forgot to tell you oh, how wait. annoying you are. <laughs> we have segments. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot our extremely important segments. I forgot our own segments i 100 percent forgot about them. embarrassing give me one moment uh, i might already have it pulled up okay oh my so, God. Currently, so currently Classic what Capricorn time is it right there. now in los angeles it is 7 42 p.m on monday december 13th in london it is 3 42 a.m on tuesday december 14th new york city is 10 42 p.m monday december 13th shout out scally and in Hong Kong, it is 11.42 a.m. on Tuesday, December 14th. So we are recording later than usual, you may have noticed. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is being released on December 21st. Yeah. So there are some notable holidays today. There's such beautiful timing. I love how much this worked out. It's, like it's beautiful. Or the it holiday is, one, Christmas right around the corner. It's so, it's so perfect. Mm -hmm. And December 21st is the winter solstice. Yeah, right. Ooh. So that's the shortest day of the year. Mm -hmm. After today, all the days will start getting longer again. Ooh, the 21st is also International Dalek Remembrance Day for Doctor Who fans. Oh. So oh. <laughs> equally important. Good for that. It is also <laughs> National Crossword Puzzle Day. 
Uh, <laughs> National Humbug Day. I think we've talked extensively about what a New York Times crossword snob I am and how I'm just like unironically not ashamed. I don't <laughs> know if we have, but I mean, honestly, it adds up. It does add up. Yeah, for sure. It's also National Maine Day. So shout out Colin Stone, mm. our main correspondent. <laughs> Yeah. What is Phileas Fogg win a wager day? Phileas Fogg is from around the world in 80 days. Yes. That's all and I got. on this day, <laughs> December 21st is the date that they he needed to complete his challenge to win the wager by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not ever read Around the World in 80 Days, and I will not be starting now. <laughs> it is also National Flashlight Day, I guess because it's the darkest day of the year. Mm-hmm. It is know. National French Fried Shrimp Day. Oh, we were so close to it being like your sacred holiday. Oh French God, Friday. <laughs> it is also National Homeless Persons Remembrance Day. Oh, I did not see that. Took a dark turn. It is also Yule Day. It's the day of Yule, like Y U L E. So I guess light your Yule log, everybody. Mm -hmm. Turn on your Netflix Yule log. It's also Anne and Samantha Day. Mm. Explain Um, yourself. So it honors Anne Frank and Samantha Smith. I don't know who Samantha. The combo. (laughs) Don't know. Samantha Smith got her letter published in a Soviet newspaper because she asked, she said, Dear Mr. Andropov, my name is Samantha Smith. I am 10 years old. Congratulations on your new job. I have been worrying about Russia and the United States getting into a nuclear war. Are you going to vote to have a war or not? If you aren't, please tell me how you are going to help to not have a war. This question you do not have to answer, but I would like to know why you want to conquer the world, or at least our country. God made the world for all of us to live together in peace and not to fight. And so it got published in a Soviet newspaper, and then she got a reply. And the reply from Yuri Antropov was, in America and in our country, there are nuclear weapons, terrible weapons that can kill millions of people in an instant. But we do not want them to be ever used. That's precisely why the Soviet Union solemnly declared throughout the entire world that never, never will it use nuclear weapons first against any country. In general, we propose to discontinue further production of them, to proceed to the abolition of all the stockpiles on earth and she became known as the world's youngest ambassador and traveled to the soviet union she did peacemaking activities and became an actress in the television series lime street oh and then her young life was cut short at the age of 13 when the plane she was traveling and crashed oh my god now i would like to say i don't know much about samantha smith but i feel like Anne frank should get her own day it shouldn't be samantha and nan day yeah this seems to be like young women who wrote things for peace and then also died tragically young. died tragically french fried young. shrimp day as well and also french fried <laughs> shrimp day so you know what yeah that's what you get on what holiday is it today and crossword puzzle day <laughs> flashlight day that's all of these days have always had one like extremely heavy day (laughs) Mm. Uh, yeah 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 we love the nuanced holiday (laughs) why does every day need to have like 10 holidays Uh, yeah that's my question why can't you just celebrate being alive anyway sorry for that being out of order (laughs) but anyways it's not bastille day it's christmas day (laughs) <laughs> also note i will not be getting it in post <laughs> yeah that's fine it's <laughs> Lindsay is in exams okay so if anybody has a problem with the editing of this podcast you can take it up with me 
Kirsten, I'm going to tell you right now, I have no sympathy to your plight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, people should just be happy. I could be studying at this very moment, but I said, no, nothing will get between me and Christmas. Yeah. You're lucky that you're getting a podcast today. (laughs) So just shove it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The true spirit of the season. It's humbug day after all. Okay. So we know who the Bojack is and who the the Todd is here. Oh my god. Okay. I did like that Todd bought himself a Christmas present from Bojack with Bojack's credit card that was just another of the exact same yellow beanie that he Mm -hmm. likes. Which definitely is much cheaper right now than it will be in a couple years. Well, I think Todd will always just buy the cheap version. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that it's the same brand just like jacking up their price, right? (laughs) I don't know. I wonder if they like, I don't know. I wonder if his go-to got really uh, jacked up. Yeah, exactly. There's like all these people on YouTube like, oh my God, so here's my dupe for the like famous Courtney Pornoy yellow hat. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my hat. (laughs) Not the makeup tutorial. Yeah, that was a a visual gag just for Scally and Lindsay where I put my hand behind my hand in front of the camera. (laughs) Her tiny fist size hat. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what? I don't. I don't have any hats nearby. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. Remember the time you were like Anne of Green Gables? <laughs> oh, actually, that hat probably is somewhere. I don't know. But I do remember being Anne of Green Gables. It happens. Yeah. So basically, the start of this episode is just to find out that Bojack hates Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. And Todd wants to watch the Horse and Around Christmas special. And he's like, do you not want to watch it? Because the family and togetherness is just a chilling reminder of your own isolation. That's hard. <laughs> have yeah. Have either of you ever spent like a Christmas alone? No. No. I'm trying to think. I think I spent right at the beginning of COVID like (laughs) a holiday alone because I was like feeling iffy and not sure and not wanting to see anyone, which I was fine. (laughs) No, I think it might have been like Easter question mark. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. But no, I was fine and it was being overly cautious. But, you know, we have FaceTime now and stuff, so (laughs) it wasn't as bad. In 2019, I had to work Christmas Eve and the... 28th 29th 30th 31st of december so i was not able to take any time off and go home so i spent a christmas literally all by myself and it was so weird it was so bizarre like i didn't make myself like a christmas dinner i didn't like I, i like talked on the phone with my family a little bit I watched that Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats, which yeah. was, like, not Uh-oh. Christmas viewing. <laughs> I started watching it on Christmas Eve because Colin Stone was like, oh, my God, have you watched this? And then I watched all of it on Christmas Eve. And then I had to watch, like, seven episodes of Nailed It because I couldn't fall asleep because I was yeah. so scared because it was yeah, like a I very bleach. intense documentary. Yeah, that's a lot. Last Christmas was, like, the closest. I mean, I didn't get to go home. It was the first time I ever spent it not with my family. But fortunately, I was able to go visit Cam's family. One, like, now you're in a committed relationship. You're going to be trading Christmases forever. Yeah. Yeah, this year we're doing, like, first half with my family. And then he's leaving early to do day of with his family. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's good. What a good boy. Yes. Anyways, Bojack is very cynical about Christmas specials. He says that Christmas episodes are cynical cash grabs by greedy corporations looking to squeeze a few extra Nielsen points out of sentimental claptrap for mush-brained idiots who'd rather spend their Christmas watching a fake family on TV than actually try and have a conversation with their own dumb families. Which I think we can agree is what we're doing here. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like 
I agree they are cash grabs, but, like, I am a mushed-brained idiot and, like, really like Christmas episodes generally. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of really good classic Christmas episodes. Mm-hmm. I mean, And, like, listen, I like to talk to my dumb family about the Christmas episodes. What, and what about it? What, about what are we going to all force each other to watch now? Exactly. <laughs> yes, what do you have, like, a favorite Christmas episode of something in mind, Scally? It's so hard. I feel like the number one, I feel like this brought up all the time, is, uh, and I don't know if you'll be able to relate, but the Hey Arnold Christmas special is, like, an all-time good episode. Uh, I also go to the OC Christmica episodes as some of my <laughs> of faves. Yeah, so uh, there's some really good ones, as well as uh, the aforementioned i think doctor who does christmas well generally also mm-hmm. my mm. brother watches it every year there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah unfortunately i don't think i've seen any of those so if you'd like to describe them to me in extreme detail that would be cool <laughs> you watch it in honor of whatever dalek day or something yeah, yeah it's, it's dalek remembrance day. day dalek remembrance day i thought the daleks were like bad guys <laughs> yeah so why do you remember them because they die a lot I, yeah <laughs> you know they it probably overtook at some point and forced us into it. <laughs> Chilling vision of the future. Or re- <laughs> <laughs> remembering them so that we never fall back into their traps again. Yeah. <laughs> That's dark. That is dark. Yeah, well. well, anyways, Bojack <laughs> agrees to watch it if Todd will shut up. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I also like how he says, oh, I get a residual every time someone watches it. But they're watching it on DVD. Like, you're not getting a residual for that, Bojack. Yeah. Like <laughs> Unless has... he just bought the DVD. Yeah, someone hit play on their DVD that they already bought. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I like to think that people are keeping tally and, like, posting online so that mm-hmm. the actors get paid appropriately. Yeah, they report it. They're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> well, I watched uh, – that's, like, me at the end of the year. Okay, so I watched Legally Blonde 14 times this year. Please give Reese Witherspoon her due. I would be inflating my numbers for my faves. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I watched Legally Blonde 87 times. <laughs> so you only added, like, two or three times there. Yeah, yeah well yeah, – you know. Gotta keep it believable. (laughs) But yeah, so this is, I guess, our first full episode of Horsin' Around and Mm -hmm. last. Yes. (laughs) Aw, short run. Very sad. Well, I mean, they didn't release the full catalog of Horsin' Around on Netflix. Mm, True. And, you know, based on this, I might give it a go. No, you wouldn't. Stop it. I didn't hate this. Stop it. It's like, it's not about hating it or not hating it. It's about... The inherent quality of the like project, <laughs> especially with like the audience members yelling in the background. Like I feel mm-hmm. like this was good content. That was my favorite part. That was absolutely my favorite part. Was that man? She said the thing. <laughs> yes, but yeah. So Olivia's making chocolate chip pancakes and breakfast for everyone, and the horse is like, "Who are you? What have you done to Olivia?" She yeah. just wants a new leather jacket for Christmas. Yeah, she wants to look cute on the back of some guy's motorcycle. Oh, Joey Saratoga. Yeah, this is why you double watch. <laughs> Relatable. Who wouldn't want to look good for Joey Saratoga? That's a great point. <laughs> Saratoga is a place where there's race horse race tracks, right? Is that part of this? I believe you. <laughs> I feel like you have famously is... known more about horse racing than anyone else on this Why podcast. is it? I feel like it might be in New York. Yeah, Saratoga <laughs> or is a place in New, in New York where there are horse races. And do you know why I know that? Because of the Trixie Belden book. Mm. Mm. 
the less there famous Nancy Drew, basically, <laughs> in case anyone's wondering. Classic Trixie. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Lindsay, do you want to like steer for a minute? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what keeps happening? We're like, oh, remember when we read like a lot of Royal Diaries, and then last week we talked about Sarah Plain and Tall for like a good thirty. Minutes. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, Scally, have you ever heard of the book Sarah Plain and Tall? I have not. <laughs> it's got to be a Canadian thing. How is that possible? Didn't we decide it was American? I've never heard of this, and now it's, I'm looking it up. It's a book that I read in school in, like, grade three. And, like, what age range is this for? Like, kids. Like, in elementary school. Yeah, no, I, I've novel. never seen this. Huh. So they, they reference it in The Simpsons, so it's, like, obviously enough of a thing that they can Maybe reference it. Maybe it's a girl it. thing. Maybe like, they don't make boys read it. There's a moment where Bart is like, oh, I really like this, like, bad girl. She's so much more interesting than that Sarah plain and tall. And then it, like, cuts to this, like, <laughs> sad plain girl crying. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, Sarah plain and tall is, a, Scally, it's a book about a man who can't take care of his two children on, like, the... He lives, like, on the western, like, farmland, and so he orders a mail-order bride so that he will have someone to take care of his children. Oh. It's a book they made me this read was... in elementary yeah. school. <laughs> Maybe. Mail-order bride. They don't worry. They fall in love. Yeah. Oh. Ugh, the classic know, Sound as... of Music. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler, but. Did you say, <laughs> I wait, did you say it's a classic Sound of Music? Like, where he falls in love with the nanny or whatever. Yeah, but. She wasn't a mail order bride. She was a nanny. <laughs> mail from order the nun. nunnery. <laughs> also, haven't seen it, so I would have just believed it. Yeah, you know, falling in love uh, with the Sound of Music is so actually kid. Sound of Music. It's a great segue because that is one of the movies I like to always watch at Christmas. Classic oh. Christmas film. It doesn't count as a Christmas film. I don't think it does. I feel like everyone watches it at Christmas, and like we put it on at the theater I used to work at as a Christmas show. I feel like it would show up on a list. Yeah. I think so. I'm Googling Sound of Music Christmas. It was always on CBC on Christmas Day. Yeah, no, it always is. There's this this whole article, How the Sound of Music Became a Christmas Movie. Yeah. I guess it was, okay, so before DVDs and streaming services, the general population had to gather around a TV set at a specific hour in order to watch (laughs) their favorite movies. What is this time of which you speak? Because families traditionally spend more time together during the holidays, networks would air family-friendly films in the lead-up to Christmas. So given the Sound of Music G rating, despite the plethora of scary Nazis that show up, <laughs> the 174-minute drama was considered a safe option. The set of music is 174 minutes? Yeah, it's ridiculously Oof. long. It's a uh, three-hour... What? It flies by! I, you, I would have never <laughs> believed that that was a three-hour movie. So there's a whole thing, like, I know you have commented before that I'm always telling on myself for listening to This American Life, but there's a whole episode <laughs> where no, there's... No, you're allowed to listen to This American Life. It's just weird when you make it your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made the BoJack version my ringtone, which is even less cool yeah, somehow it's so niche. anyway it's just more specific for sure <laughs> the point is, there was like a story about this girl who was like oh the sound of music was my favorite movie when i was a kid and someone was like oh and like that part with the nazis am i right and she was like what the hell are you talking about and her mother would only ever show them like the first vhs <laughs> never showed them any of the nazi stuff I, oh. but the, thi- the thing is is like it is scary at that there are nazis but i feel like when i was a kid i had no concept of the time and place they were in and i didn't realize it was nazis i was just like why does he have a gun it's ridiculous and he goes (laughs) 
take another step and I'll shoot. And then Mr. Von Trapp takes like seven steps. He goes, take another step and I'll shoot. And he takes like seven more steps. And then eventually he just like gives the gun to, to Mr. Von Trapp. And I'm like, yeah. like, I'm glad the Nazis didn't win, but also like he had no spine. Like he, <laughs> he didn't even shoot. <laughs> Classic Ralph. <laughs> Classic Ralph. Well, but he's only 18 at the time. Yeah. Because he's far past being 17 going on 18. Exactly. 16 going on 17. So she was 16 going on yeah. 17. And he was 18 and he already. Goes, I, I am 17 going on 18. <laughs> I think. He might even be older than that. I'm thinking he was already 18. But I don't know. doesn't matter. She was, <laughs> she was 16 going, going on, on 17. 17. Famously. And... Smelly hates this. He's like, I've never seen this movie. Please stop. No, I'm just, honestly, I'm trying to figure out if there's a Christmas scene in an X-Men movie so that I can say it's my favorite. Oh, okay. oh my God. <laughs> Glad you're no. using your time But now. it's a family-friendly movie that you can watch around the holidays if you all get in front of your TV set at a very specific time. At a specific time. time, exactly. All right. Why? I'll take a look. I don't know if I have five I... hours for a movie, okay. but yeah, no one <laughs> I'll, I'll look about it. Why doesn't it just tell me how old Rolf is? You just look at the lyrics for you are 16 going on 17. Yeah, that's what I'm going to have to do. But I was hoping that I would just get a fact. Yeah. Mm. You are 17 going on 18. You're right. Okay. So I was right. I just knew it. Yeah. Very good. I've seen Sound of Music is a movie I've seen many times. Like I'm actually legitimately floored that it is a three hour movie because (laughs) again, it just flies by. Yeah, I don't know if I agree. It seems very long. <laughs> oh, my God. You just don't love it enough, I guess. I think that's right. <laughs> How do you solve a problem like Maria? You know? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> what's wrong with us? Such a flipperty gibbet. <laughs> a will will of a wisp. <laughs> oh, God. Get us out of here. <laughs> Ethan is reading the international business news. <laughs> and he says, I've never understood the appeal of fashionable clothing. Ethan's the worst. He's so annoying. Okay, but also, I would like a pair of sensible socks to keep my tootsies toasty. Mm-hmm. Yes, as would I. But like, I don't think socks don't last for years. No. But I do think one of my favorite parts of the like audience interaction in this is just when Ethan makes a joke and no one makes any noise in the audience. Like they so clearly do not care about his existence on the show. <laughs> they hate him so much. And then Sabrina will be like, that's too much, man. And they are, lose their minds. <laughs> oh my God, she said it again. <laughs> but Ethan, that's when we get the first yowza, wowza, bobowza. <laughs> to silence. <laughs> No wonder he left to work in a hardware store. Yeah. Poor Ethan. Like, I would have filmed one episode of this show, and if I got that response, I would have broke my contract and left forever. Yeah. I'm a kid. What are they going to do? Enforce a contract? <laughs> That's not, like, later. baffling that this is the character they chose for him. If, like, he reads the international business news and doesn't see the appeal of fashionable clothing. It's like, who is this for? <laughs> well, I think that there definitely was a market in like the 80s and 90s, especially for like precocious children that mm. like do adult things. Mm-hmm. But I think that it only really works if the child is cute. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's a definitely a trope. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's famously one of Colin Stone's least favorite tropes. <laughs> it absolutely hates a child it's that like, acts like an adult. You could have just stopped with he hates a child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. True spirit of the season. <laughs> Listen, I think I was a precocious kid. I think it's real. Oh, yeah? yeah? 
my like my my mom's favorite story about me ever was and I do not remember this I was max three years old and we were getting ready for church and I really wanted to wear purple tights with my red dress and my dad was saying that purple and red don't go together which for the record I think purple and red do go together and obviously had an eye for fashion from a very young age (laughs) and when my dad kept telling me no I couldn't wear this thing I as a three-year-old look up at him and go you're always criticizing me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what Grow criti- up. what that meant. <laughs> I was like, why are you always criticizing me? <laughs> and everyone just loved it. And then when I was very little, they'd be like, well, what does criticizing mean? And I would just say some sort of gobbledygook. <laughs> but in that moment, like, I think that's pretty precocious kid stuff. You would have qualified. I could I see you being qualified. cast. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. And I was so cute. People used to ask my mom if she bleached my hair. And she was like, what is wrong with you? She bleached your child. I'm like, oh, my God, who does her hair? Where do you get it bleached? And they were like, she'd be like, she's five. What are you talking about? (laughs) I do have a friend who posted a picture once of her child and her kid had, like, super long eyelashes. And then she found herself, like being anonymously criticized in a like mommy group that was like can you believe this person puts mascara on their child <laughs> oh my god she was like oh my god someone like stole my picture well did she put mascara on the no child? kid just had like nice eyes i mean i also feel like out of all the things you could do like mascara is pretty like non-invasive yeah i mean her I kid was like one at the time feel okay, like well, that would be does weird. happen like one of the teen moms like waxed their kids eyebrows or something like it was a problem that so. is that is straight up abuse that yeah hurts. not great like i i choose to get my eyebrows waxed and i'm always just like uh i should why did past kirsten do this to future kirsten by booking this appointment (laughs) (laughs) hurts a lot oh my god so we find out that these kids that sabrina does not know what christmas is because of being in the orphanage yeah has never heard of santa and is like very taken with the idea that you get presents just for being good it's too much man and so the horse decides that he'll make the best Christmas ever for these kids. Yeah. We also find out that the horse works at Liberator and Associates, Inc. I don't know what job he does. It just seems like he does business, like Vincent Adult. <laughs> yeah, he's doing mystery business where he is the top earner. Yep. <laughs> and has it's like, like a problematic relationship with the receptionist. I, the, the real problematic relationship is Mr. Liberator and his relation to the Jewish community. Indeed, yes. It's a ba- mm. That really was bad in this episode. Very I did not bad. care for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super, super bad. I was like, uh, this joke would not have made it. Even, you know, if this had taken place between season five and six, I don't think that joke is still happening. Yeah, no, absolutely not. I was I was actually floored with, like, the first time it came up, I was like, oh, gross. And then mm-hmm. it kept coming back. And I was like, they really said, let's make our holiday special anti-Semitic. Especially the thing that the guy yells from the audience, like, later in the episode. Very oh, bad. yeah. I did yeah. not like that. Mm-hmm. It's bad enough, like, I feel like it's it was, like, low-hanging fruit to be like, his name is Bradley Hitler Smith, and then we're going to, like, go further and make this joke yep. also. Like, yeah, we're just going to double down on this. Yeah, RB Dub, what were you thinking? This Explain yourself. This is a, it was a bad, a bad choice that you made. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at one point, someone in the audience tells the horse to kiss Tracy, which is yeah. so bizarre. 
Yeah. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. I can't imagine being in a live studio audience because I feel like I would just like try to sit there quietly and not bother anybody. <laughs> yeah. Just like clap yeah. when you're supposed to clap. Like maybe give out, ooh. <laughs> See, I have done it once for the challenge like after show went and like saw the premiere early and then they were like all right we need you all to like give us just like you're really excited and you're clapping or like oh now you're like disappointed and you're like shaking your head and i was like they're gonna insert these at random moments and like i don't want to be seen like (laughs) clapping for something i don't agree with (laughs) so i was a very bad audience member (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was once called the worst audience member Cirque du Soleil ever had. <laughs> oh my god, not bad. Where where are we at? So Bojack's or the horse's boss is like, you must come in in Christmas afternoon because this is your career we're talking about. And they think he's like getting soft now that he has kids. I also would just how did this single horse get three kids? Like what? Who, who approved that? Yeah, did he apply to adopt three children, or did he just like end up with them somehow? How do you just end up with three children? And like they're not siblings because yeah. the other two mm-hmm. knew about Christmas. Yeah, he had the right life plan. He waited till forty. He adopted a ten-year-old. <laughs> it's fine. Accurate life plan. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need the horsing around prequel. (laughs) I I, honestly, I would just like like a write up. Like, I just want it written down. Like, this is why it happened. I don't need to see it. (laughs) I don't need to really perceive it. Just like, tell me. It's, I will watch it for all of us. <laughs> I will watch it. Okay, perfect. Scally will be doing the Horsin' Around coverage on the Bojack Horsepod Network. Yeah. Horsin' Around correspondent. <laughs> perfect. I love that. We also get basically the horse g- agrees to have the morning off on Christmas, but he has to work in the afternoon. Because remember, this is your career. Yes. He asks Goober to wear a Santa suit. Yeah. Goober shows up in the Santa suit with his sunglasses. Like he's here to spice up your dull gooberless lives. I like my dull gooberless life. <laughs> Get that guy again here too, where he's like, "Yes, sir," with the uh, Olivia. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. creepy as hell. Yeah, that is creepy yeah. as hell. I, when the joke in the show is like, "If you wanted to see my briefs, you could have just asked." Yeah. Like I felt like it wasn't uh, taking it any further than the show had already. <laughs> but yeah, not an ideal audience member either. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Certainly not. Sabrina fully knows that Goober is the Santa's helper. Mm-hmm. She would recognize that cologne anywhere. Yeah. Like, what? It's an interesting choice. I wonder what cologne it is. How for old it to is be this that kid that he's wearing cologne? I mean, I feel like every kid who was like 16 in my high school was like drowning in Axe body spray. <laughs> yeah. So what was okay. the Axe body spray of the 80s? Was it like Old Spice? I don't feel like this Google search is going to return much. Back then it was called Current Spice. <laughs> Cologne. Not Current Spice. <laughs> Regardless of what it was, he's probably just playing, wearing too much. Exactly. Yeah. Because like even True still, talk. like you joke about Old Spice. Old Spice doesn't actually smell bad if it's used in like a reasonable quantity. <laughs> yeah, in moderation. Even Axe is like fine. Yeah. But like b- when we were in high school, boys were like... <laughs> for like 10 minutes it's horrible <laughs> so accurate one use can yeah. literally it was disposable <laughs> gotta go to Costco every week to get a new pack 
Skelly, were you an Axe body spray guy? I was not. I was sticking far away. I was well aware of the stigma against. Mm-hmm. Skelly yeah. always smells good. That's a fact Ooh. that I can share. And I don't even wear cologne. Right. Oh. <laughs> Your natural It's scent. called being clean. <laughs> he probably uses soap and washes his clothes. Ooh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right, high bar. We're setting the a high bar. The bar is in hell, okay? The bar is in hell. But, yeah. So, Todd does ask – is, like, making comments while they watch. <laughs> yeah. Are so. you going to keep talking this whole time? Because I'll just pause it. <laughs> See, if this is the first time I'm watching something, I very much am a person who is like, stop speaking. We don't know want to talk. And even if it's like, maybe it's like my absolute favorite thing, but Bojack was in this. He has seen it probably too many times. He actively does not want to watch it. So like, allow the commentary, Bojack. It's more fun that way. Well, and part of it is Todd being like, wow, look how sad you look. You're such a good actor. <laughs> Okay, maybe don't allow it. Never mind. The the thing is, is like Bojack sits there watching horsing around while he's having sex. So like he shouldn't be that disturbed by like one comment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Been in distracting situations before. Yeah, not (laughs) distracting. That's so much worse. Why is it so much worse when you say that? Back in the show. Oh, but we also find out that Goober molested all those Laker girls. And Bojack says, no, it wasn't Goober. It was the actor who plays him. Yeah. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. gross. And then he goes on to own a strip club. An educational strip club. It's for the whole family to enjoy. Yeah. But it's okay because Goober is actually one of Santa's helpers. And Mm -hmm. so you can just tell him and he'll tell Santa. Yes. All Sabrina wants is a personalized pencil set. That's pretty good ask. Yeah. No one would take her pencils. I am surprised that in the 80s there would be a pencil set that said Sabrina since I still have never found like basically anything that even says Kirsten in my life. Yeah. A lot of concessions were made to Lindsay with an E. Brutal. I didn't even. Who's well, spelling Lindsay with an E? Mostly in the 80s seemed to be Idiots. the more dominant yeah. spelling. Scally, did you ever get a pencil set that said Scally? Probably not Scally. I definitely do feel like I had Brian, though. Maybe a full name. I don't remember if we ordered. Oh. Yeah, I feel like Brian, you'd be able to find stuff. Brian's easy. Yeah. My siblings were less lucky. I was always the easy one to find. Oh, I feel like your brothers would be pretty good. Usually it was like a 1N or an E instead of an O situation. I'm sorry. I refuse to perceive this because your brother's name and Lindsay are spelled the proper way as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) So the fact that they would have trouble just really grinds my gears. (laughs) My brother's name is Neil and my mom one time got him a pen with his name on it and it said Nell and it was a really glorious Christmas moment. (laughs) Wait, how old's your brother? 40. Okay. I was going to say, like, I feel like anyone you'd be related to is too young to be named Neil, but I guess, no, 40 is pretty dead on. Yeah. Yeah. It's about right. That's exactly what I would expect of someone named Neil. I forgot you have, like, a really big family. Like a thousand siblings. And he, like, opens his Christmas stocking and he's like, who's Nell? My mom was like, what? (laughs) The best, actually, that's, so my dad, obviously, like, he gets us all, like, a Christmas card every year and normally there's, like, a gift card or something in it. And one year, my Christmas card said, Merry Christmas, love Dan instead of love dad. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> and 
like he just I think he started writing dad and then was like gonna write Bernie and got confused I don't know but he also just refuses to be like it was so funny because we'll just be like okay whatever Dan and it's (laughs) hilarious every time and then he'll be like I didn't do that but in the moment he was like oh that is pretty funny and he laughed really hard that's really funny (laughs) I was just like what the what the hell is going on here like who's Dan (laughs) (laughs) but on a less happy note Sabrina also just wants her mommy and daddy to be alive again yeah very brutal she's like talking to the horse and he's like Santa will bring you whatever you want like you need to dream big and she was like oh great so like Santa has to give it to me then I want my parents to be alive again yeah not ideal here pretty bad pretty bad no it did give us the line though on prancer on dancer on necromancer though which was pretty good that actually was funny if it had been anyone but ethan it would be funny there was a conversation i had with my friends where we all agreed we had to each name one of our children one of santa's reindeer's names so (laughs) (laughs) if you had to name a child one of santa's reindeer's names which one are you picking okay so there's Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid. Who have I met? Prancer? Donner, Donner and Blitzen. Donner, Donner Blitzen, Blitzen, Rudolph. And Rudolph. The most famous of all. Yes. Oh, yes. But do you recall? I feel like you could get away with naming like a boy Comet. I was just going to say Comet. Yeah. Seems like the. the like uh, I know boys named like Storm. Mm-hmm. So I feel like same energy. I mean, yeah, I guess you could also so. name a girl that, but like I wouldn't. Never want to give a girl an embarrassing name. Because <laughs> I, I believe in women's rights. <laughs> I feel like you can't name anyone Cupid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, that's See, out of control. One of my friends immediately claimed Vixen. Yeah. <laughs> Which was such a bold choice. That's a move. Because your friend supports sex work, okay? It's fine. I went with Blitzen. I feel like. I love a lovable douche, and that is what I was, like, creating for them with the name Blitzen. Hey, Blitzen <laughs> is my favorite reindeer. Me too. Why? On what I don't know. But, like, <laughs> so whenever we get our stockings, all of the stuff is from different people. So you get, like, toothpaste from the Tooth Fairy, and, like, some is from Santa, and some is from everyone. And I was like, <laughs> I like the Blitzen. The Tooth Fairy is just involved here yeah, for the some tooth reason. Fairy the Tooth Fairy is there. It's <laughs> fine. all year person. It's... You know how some stuff from Rudolph, some stuff from Blitzen, some's from the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> the classic some, Christmas. Some, some stuff is from Jack Frost. Some st- like it's all just. Oh my god! Did your parents not do this kind of thing, or are well, you just funny about the Tooth Fairy? Especially not all the Tooth it. Fairy. <laughs> well, we would always get a tube of toothpaste from the Tooth Fairy in our oh, stocking. Music. That's so adorable, <laughs> but I just like can't get over that you have like a Christmas theme. <laughs> you should try it sometime. Come oh, on, that's, that's so thing. funny. That's great. I you know I just I hate when people are laughing at me instead of with me. <laughs> I didn't choose that it would be from the Tooth Fairy. No, no. I'm just I'm curious to see if yeah. literally one other person out there hey, got yeah, anything. If on anyone Christmas ever from the tooth fairy. got anything on Christmas from the Tooth Fairy, please tweet at us Bojack Horsepod with the hashtag <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> hashtag you're not alone. Oh god. No, Kirsten, this is like the most adorable thing. I can't yeah. believe it. We're not laughing. All right, yet. Evan oh, Hansen. No. And then my oh my god. I was you how dare 
you. Oh my god, Evan Hansen's a horrible person. No, the, you are not alone. Calm it down over there. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Well, no, but like my mom, she would like individually wrap everything in our stockings. So it'd be like the toothpaste mm-hmm. was wrapped like, and like my mom could wrap like freaking Martha Stewart like beautiful like it was like beautiful every single gift and they she would drop every like the like the lifesaver book and the Hershey's Kisses and a little thing of Tic Tacs and like just stuff like like, we didn't do like expensive expensive stockings like I know some people get like crazy stuff in their stockings but ours are just like mostly candy and then like maybe razor blades for like mm. shaving your legs once you got older like a deodorant yes our christmas stocking still is like all those things you just said but then also like usually deodorant new underpants yep. socks yep. it's the toiletry um, bag i don't <laughs> get socks and i do not get socks and underwear but it's all mostly toiletries and then candy yeah mm. But, like, some people do crazy expensive stockings. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. There may be, like, one small gift. Like, we might have gotten, especially, like, growing up, we might have gotten, like, one DVD or something. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, something like that. But never anything more expensive than that. No, no. But, like, some people be like, oh, yeah, I've got, like, a $400 budget for my stocking. What? For my, like, partner. Whoa. What? (laughs) Pardon me. And then what's the real gift? (laughs) Yeah, right? Frig. Well, then they have, like... A couple hundred bucks for that too. Okay. Yeah. No. There's no one I love. That I don't much. know. I'm not rich. I I can't explain what rich people do. Charles isn't here. <laughs> we'll have to have him next time. Next yeah. Christmas episode. Next Christmas. We'll get <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Charles, can you just tell us what it's like to be rich? <laughs> just real quick. I would like to also guest on that one to listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in the real time. Because you can't wait. <laughs> well, no. Also, if there's a Charles podcast, we probably would have to do some significant edits. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, God. Basically, like most of the... I feel like we don't need to go through everything. But basically, Sabrina gets a letter from her parents in heaven and is upset that that's not good enough. Yeah, she's doing like a lot of extra chores. She's like trying to prove that she's good. We get like more of Oh, yeah. And then Bojack tries to get her to be bad on purpose so that it's okay that she doesn't get her parents back. But (laughs) And we've gotten like five of these. Like I've heard of whatever, but this is ridiculous. And then like this is my favorite one. (laughs) Or it's like I've heard of looky, looky, don't eat the cookie. But this is ridiculous. (laughs) And then like modern. Have you ever heard of looky, looky, don't eat the cookie? No. I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) No one has. It is now. (laughs) (laughs) But strong resolve. I would have given in immediately. Instantly. Yeah. Yeah. I was apparently when I was very little, I would, when the cake was flipped over, I would eat some of like the bottom of the cake and then flip it over because you wouldn't see the bottom after it was flipped over. I would like pick little pieces (laughs) so I could steal cake. Trash. Just trash. That's as a kid, I would always when we had our advent calendars, I would like go into my sister's advent calendar and steal chocolates from like days later in the month of December just to eat more chocolate. And then every year when suddenly Vina stops having chocolates in her advent calendar, I would just like, I wonder what happened. Like I never owned up to it ever, but it was obviously me doing it. Like maybe Viana got blamed before. I don't know. But then basically it'll be halfway through the month and we get new advent calendars and we get to catch up. So uh. it really was a foolproof plan every year. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I can't, I feel like I should have gotten in trouble for that, but I never did. I love the holiday season. So Sabrina runs upstairs crying because she just got a letter from her parents and did not get to actually see her parents alive again. Mm-hmm. And so Bojack goes up to talk to her. And when trying to make her feel better and he tells her that santa's not real 
Mm-hmm. But before that, Sabrina like really thinks Santa is like a god slash pervert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought this like letter thing was actually pretty good where they're trying to figure out like how are we going to do this? Like Sarah Sabrina is going to think that she was bad and that's why her parents aren't here. So we have to like navigate this somehow. And the letter is like a very nice letter, but she's not into it. And then yeah. She, no, she wants her parents, not a letter. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't work for her even though the other two seem like pretty impressed by this. But yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, Santa's watching me and like killed my parents and now that I've said mean things about him, he's going to hurt the people I love." Yeah. See if first i was like oh this letter is like a cute workaround and then i was like yeah. wait no this is like putting off like the inevitable like yeah. this is only going to be worse at a later date she's yeah. going to realize that you wrote this letter and it is going to like ruin a core memory for her so like bad. this is not good <laughs> yeah very yeah. bad it's pretty bad but but the horse tells her that santa's not real and that it's a lie made by grown-ups to get kids to act good but you need to act good all the time not just because santa says so but then he says that he is glad her parents aren't alive so that he can be a part of her life yeah this, this and is pretty she funny says, me too yeah this is very funny because it's like such sitcom writing where he's like i'm glad your parents are dead and she goes oh you don't mean that yes i do and she's like you know i guess i am too and they have the like full house music of like we're having a lesson here it's like oh god yes. like, this is the most unhinged thing i've ever seen yes well right. sabrina goes from kink shaming santa to like being glad that her parents are never coming back it was yeah. quite the turn like, yes. No wonder Sarah Lynn had a bad life. Like this is what they had her doing. <laughs> Good God! I also did like when she gets the pencils and she's like trying to sound out her name, and it goes on for like way too long. She's like, "Sabrina." says Sabrina. Tears incoming in thirty, twenty nine, twenty eight. Stupid Ethan. Yeah, we that get that nice moment good. too, where the, like the horse just picks up the phone and his boss is just automatically there, and he's like, "I'm not coming in today. I'm spending it with my family." And they're like, "Yeah, that's the kind of guts we want on our executive team." And then some anti-Semitism. Yeah, mm. it was great until he fired the Jewish person for working on Christmas after he asked bad. them to work on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not. Again, did not care for that. They should not have done that at all. I did not like it. And it was bad. So basically, she goes back downstairs. She's playing with everyone. And no one owns up to writing the letter. And the camera goes up to the top of the tree at the star. And then you can hear a ho, ho, ho. Merry Mm -hmm. Christmas. Yeah. And then like in modern day, Bojack and Todd are like, wait, like, so the letter is from Santa? It's like, yeah, I think that's why there was a ho, ho, ho. It's like, so Santa's real? Like, no, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, let's watch the eight other Christmas specials. Yes. So. And uh, that's yeah. it. And that was it. There we go. I kind of got it. bored and just was like, I'm going to skip half of it because it doesn't matter. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. We, yeah. we, we circled back anyway. We circled yeah. back. It's Olivia got a motorcycle helmet. That was all we missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really <laughs> it. That's true. Ethan got his socks. I mean, listen, I feel like if you're a parent and your kid, all they want is socks, that is like best case scenario. Yes, agreed. Well, Ethan was like the sensible winter socks of the show. So (laughs) it made sense. (laughs) Like, that was was the quality. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. He knew that uh, zero times a thousand was still zero. Mm. Insufferable. (laughs) That was insufferable. (laughs) Okay, so for the only thing is that mr lipitor 
Do they mean Mr. Liber? Probably Mr. Libertor, right? Is that what the his boss. name was? I thought it was Libertor. I thought it was Liberat. I don't know. And it was spelled it's spelled Lipitor, like the like antidepressant on the page right now, but he was voiced by Stanley Tucci. Oh. So we've talked about Stanley Tucci before because he also voiced Herb Kazaz. Right. And then Tracy was voiced by Nicole Sullivan, who was on Mad TV. She was in King of Queens. And then has done a bunch of voice acting. Oh, my God. And she was originally supposed to be Leela in Futurama, but it was Whoa. recast with Katie Seagal before it went to air. Wow. I know yeah. her from King of Queens, actually. At first, I, I was like, she I don't like, know this name. Yeah, she looks familiar, and I know I've definitely seen lots of King of Queens. Definitely. Futurama also has a great Wait, she voiced She Go on Kim Possible. Ooh, an icon. <laughs> a legend. <laughs> okay, legitimately famous. Yeah, no, what a get. So famous. What a get. She was in 17 again. Okay, she's a star. <laughs> 17 again is good, actually. Like, I feel like it gets a bad rap, but I, I thought it was I agree. Movie. It's a legitimately good movie. Yeah. Have you ever seen any of what we're talking about? Do you know who Shigo is? Absolutely not. You've never oh, watched no. Kim Possible? So I, watched, I was, like, familiar with Kim Possible, but I was not, like, a devout Kim Possible watcher. Like, I'm aware uh, of the Nick and Oh, Ball my God. Stuff. My text tone on my cell phone right now is the Kim Possible. Do, 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 do. <laughs> like, if I turn my phone on loud and you text me right now, it will play. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> In 30, 29. Oh, are you texting? Here, here I'll, turn, I'll turn it on loud. Feel, feel free to send a it's text. take a second. Make sure to fast forward through this part. Yeah, no. Yeah, everyone fast forward through this part where Skelly sends me a text. We all look at our phones. Oh, no! <laughs> and you clicked off? <laughs> How dare you? I was like, text! You silenced Kim Possible? <laughs> oh, my God. You're both equally bad no, now. No, do another and I won't do it again, I promise. Oh, wait. Why? It didn't work. Do it again. <laughs> Not again! No, it just didn't work because my phone was open. Ugh. <laughs> This is going to be so good. It's going to be totally worth it. Nope. Why didn't it go? It just didn't go. It's all loud and it just didn't go. Uh, Hey, never mind. I guess I could just go into my settings and play it for you. Well, this really got very anticlimactic, I will say. Oh, my God. There we go. Worth it. That was totally worth it. Oh my god. It's fine. You're not editing anyway. Hopefully people fast forwarded to that moment. Yeah. No. <laughs> Honestly, hopefully they don't because they'll know what a big dumb idiot I am. Um anyways, so that okay, that's all for the actual episode. Did anyone actually email us, Lindsay? No, we have nothing. There is nothing I don't think anybody even tweeted email. us about it either. Nobody cares about our holiday special. Wow, they liked a bunch of Grinches. They liked the tweet, but not one person replied to it. Brutal. It just hurts a lot. <laughs> I even retweeted it on my account. No questions. Nobody cares. Wow. Let's see what we got after the last episode. Oh, Morgan has the most <laughs> insane theory of all time that... Oh. Hollyhock is still Bojack's daughter and that there's just some other half-sister running around and she's like, look at this. This is the color of 
hollyhock that's the color of honey which was bee's mother Mm -hmm. she's like look they're both orange coincidence (laughs) i think not she thinks that diane she thinks diana's smart (laughs) enough that she would have gotten a strict paternity test not like whatever test she thinks it's impossible that hollyhock would have the star the diamond the diamond whatever like bojack has the Mm. diamond i'm not willing to rule it out but Bojack <laughs> has a diamond, that. so obviously his sibling could have a diamond. Yes, very much so. I'm going to need them to come on and disprove it. My favorite thing about all this was Kirsten, you being like, what? You think Henrietta is just sleeping with every horse in town? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, we don't we don't like see Henrietta sleeping with Butterscotch, so maybe it's a different horse. I was like, wait, you think she's just sleeping with every horse? <laughs> multiple horses like it was confirmed that butterscotch was like ah girl went and got herself pregnant anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same exact birthday what are the chances that bojack and his father both conceive a baby on the exact like where the baby's born at the exact same day and also bojack checked all of the birth records in los angeles and there was nothing of like that helped at all it was only when he went to San Francisco where Hollyhock was actually born that he found a record. Like, I'm get out of town, Morgan. Like, you're out of control. <laughs> out of control. Like, I I could not, but like literally the first text came and it was that TikTok sound. The woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> it was insane. But that's that's all that we've got. Then if nobody cares about Christmas, do any of you want to wow. talk about Christmas more? No. Sto- holiday stories? Ooh, holiday stories. I don't think I ha- I don't I don't I think I've sh- I've shared enough. Yeah, I think I'm good. <laughs> I have an exam in the morning. Everyone yeah, wish Lindsay, me luck. Lindsay has an exam. She's got to go. So, Scally, thank you for joining us for this Hot Mess Express. Uh, oh, thank you for having me. I had a ton of fun. Love talking about a BoJack episode I had never seen before. True. What a dream wow. for us all. So, Scally, if people want to hear more from you, where can they find you? Ooh, well, people can find me on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally. I guess the same handle on TikTok. Also talking Ooh. about, yeah, you know, occasionally doing that. Also talking about the challenge and the challenge all-stars over on the Dom and Colin feed with Matt Ligori. So that's a lot of fun. And anything else I do, I will post on there. I'm sure there's something recent that I'm forgetting. Beautiful. I love I love that for you and for all of us because we all love Scally content. If you want to hear more from us you can hear Lindsay on the simpsons then and now and you can tweet at us at bojack horsepod and you can email us bojack horsepod at gmail.com and you can find me everywhere at kirsten said what and i'll tweet about whatever i'm doing because i don't freaking know what's going on two weeks <laughs> from right now but that is all the next time you hear from Lindsay and i we are gonna try something different we are gonna do a year in review of bojack horsepod to finish the year so yeah that'll be Ooh. fun right <laughs> Yeah, very excited. Ooh. IDK. But yeah, it's going to be great. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye.